Doc. I'm from the future. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Now I need your help to get back to the year 1985. This is Back to the Futures. Week 5, a portfolio-based future bet show for the NFL featuring Tim Andrews versus Jeff Feinberg building their portfolios every single week. We'll see who is up the most units by the end of the year. I am your host, Michael J. Fox. Jeff Feinberg, how are you? I am doing well, Pat. Always enjoy scouring the future market on a weekly basis. Although, I'll tell you, sometimes it's demoralizing because it makes you feel really dumb about some of your previous summer positions yeah but you have to get if you want to be able to hit futures in the future you need to be able to escape some of the positions that you were at earlier on in the season you need to as tim always says adjust your stance when new information presents itself i agree but those positions are in and they're losing positions now so you see what you have you see their current numbers you see how wrong you evaluated them in august and you're like oh man now i gotta stare at that all season you just graded as a loss already will you please sports book <laughs> that's i mean that's always the worst when like when you have the penny like, i have a russell wilson mvp future it just stares at me yeah. every time it's i every log Sunday, in you just gotta look at it i'm just like what the fuck is this like what was i thinking why why did i think this like it's just horrible news tim you are going to be up first this week for the futures bet, are you a future person? Are you going to hit I, I think the future I gave it last week is very prone to hit. <laughs> but I'm going to give another future this week. Okay. Um, it's and it's sort of built. Yeah. yeah, very good. It sort of builds off of uh, an argument that I was trying to construct on Sunday Night Live, which is the Jets are going to the playoffs. We are plus 850 to go to the playoffs. We are taking them plus 850 to go to the playoffs. That schedule is very soft. The AFC is clearly not as strong. People thought it was. This is a hinge game against the Miami Dolphins. If we win this week, we will be probably plus 450 to make the playoffs. And then if we win the next week against the Packers, who are probably a Ponzi scheme, and we probably can, then we'll be like plus 200 to make the playoffs. And like the value is there right now. There is time, there's room, plus 850 is still really long odds. This Jets team has the potential to be a very special team in the regular season. Back the Jets to plus 850 to make the playoffs. I really, really, really like their opportunity here. Aren't you worried that that Zach Wilson is distracted now that Giselle is on the market? <laughs> as, as you said on the on the other show, that perhaps Giselle is not the right age. I don't know. I know uh, I know this kind of sounds crazy. I, I actually Jeff, I don't want to wait until you make your pick, but in that same market, I have some thoughts, put it that way. Yeah, so I I I've stared at that market a bit. You um, like the Jets pick though, right? No. I am going to play which is probably I'm taking a lot of risk with this one for not getting much payback, but I've seen enough to make a move here. I'm laying the chalk at plus 160. I know there's the injury risk, but Saquon Barkley, comeback player of the year. To me, this thing is over. As long as he doesn't have a season-ending injury and he can play 13 games, he is going to win. Now, 
I look at this and you're like plus 160. There's still so much time. The guy who is second place on the board has never played an NFL game before. Yeah, and you, was shot. You need to you need to be sweating that real hard because if he's good, you're absolutely screwed. Brian Robinson no, six to one. Saquon is. It doesn't matter. He got shot twice right before week one started. Saquon is like been dead to football people, and he plays in New York, and he's already being anointed again. Jeff's I, just oh. out here trying to hit seven iron after seven iron. This one. He's trying to hit a high draw seven iron rather than me, who's just taking rips off the tee box every time. Like, I don't know what strategy Jeff is employing here. Uh, he's playing super safe. Well, this is a risky safe one. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm glad to see you make the pick. I really like my portfolio. Uh, you know, they're not all winners, that's for sure. But the last two, I think, are probably going to happen for sure. Looking for sure. Really good. That the Eagles are going to be 11 and 0 before we know it. I'm looking look that I feel great about that Eagles Packers that will be such a crowning game. What what, uh, what happens when the Eagles beat the Packers? I'll be well that that'll be sad, but I don't think they're going to. <laughs> There's not enough people in the comeback player of the year market who the public who else is there? It, it, who else is there? It's Barkley, Brian Robinson, Derrick Henry, McCaffrey. I just don't think that Henry... James Robinson. No one would vote for James Robinson, even if he deserved it more than Saquon. No one would vote for him. Derrick, Derrick Henry, Henry shouldn't even be allowed on this list. He <laughs> played eighty percent of last year and then played in the playoffs. <laughs> what? What would come back? He can't win. That's dead. That's a dead vote. So I'm taking on McCaffrey, who's in a lame duck like dead situation. They're the only team in football that doesn't hasn't had a single three hundred yard game. And the guy who is T2 on the tout, I don't even think most people know who he is. I, I actually like, I mean, I in the futures portfolio, I just wouldn't take any plus 160s. I'd be trying to shoot my shot. But that one pick might be enough to beat Tim by the end of it. Well, I hope I can do better, but I just don't care for anyone else in the market. Not at all. That, the only thing you need to sweat is if somehow Odell signs with the team in like three days and is awesome for the rest of the year. Yeah, that, he's got to play. Okay, yeah. Like, like that, if Odell that's, plays I mean, by week 10, he yeah. can win the award. Yeah, but that's unlikely. So, yeah. How is Jordan Love a comeback player? <laughs> I have no idea. Was he coming back from? Being terrible? Again, not that's playing? The thing about this award is, is like, is it injury? Does it suck? Is it just the perception it's a per of, like, it's expectation? It is pure perception. To be? Like, DeAndre Hopkins is on this list. He's not playing. He's got busted for steroids. <laughs> yeah, he's not winning. Yeah, he's not winning this award. <laughs> uh, the one I wanted to look at in that Futures playoff market was Seahawks, plus 15-1 to 1 to make the playoffs. I just think it's going to be easier in the NFC. Listen, obviously, I don't think that they make the playoffs, but they're still – they have a very good offense. And if the Rams don't end up making the playoffs, I don't think the Cardinals are going to make the playoffs. They can start ticking off teams pretty quickly. Like, let's just give playoff spots to Philly, Dallas, Minnesota, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and San Francisco. Then you have one spot left for someone else. And then it's between, like, Atlanta, Carolina, the Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks. Like, all, the Seahawks would th all the Seahawks would theoretically have to do is just beat up on the Rams and Cardinals in those games. And they, they're probably in the playoffs. I don't see it. I don't like it. Now, 15 to 1 are very fair odds for that. 
Uh, I still think it's quite unlikely, but you know, it's not the worst fifteen to one bet. No, but like I, I like I think Atlanta would get that spot, which I hope so because I actually have money on that at nine to one to begin the year. But if you told me it was Seattle and not Atlanta, like, sure, that yeah. makes sense. Seattle, I'll say this about Seattle, and it's great and it's fun to see what they're doing. They are going. They're like going to pull a Buffalo Bills here, Pat. Remember, forever the Bills were horrible, but they were never bad enough. They were never bad enough. Some loser, a Ryan Fitzpatrick, would go get them wins, and instead of drafting fourth, they'd be drafting 14th, and they'd never be able to execute the plan. Now they finally got Josh Allen. The plan was executed. But, like, Houston just sucks, and they're losing. And the quarterback class this year is amazing, and it's perfect. And Seattle's got two picks also, and they're winning. And they're not supposed to be good, and they're going to regret their seven wins and just missing the playoffs. Absolutely. But if you think that they can get to seven wins, 15 to one to make the playoffs is a good bet. I'm sorry. Okay, fine. Maybe I overreached on seven and you are right. Like but what we about discussed those all summer. There's a playoff spot for a jabroni in the NFC. Like totally there's a race to be the top or even two jabronis. Um, yeah, but I, I'm not there with you, but you're getting paid out at 15 to one. So, Hey, yeah. Anyway, that will do it on Back to the Futures, the Portfolio Future NFL Bet Show on thehammer.bet. Highly recommend that you like, sub, and go to thehammer.bet for all your sports betting needs. For Tim, Jeff, I'm Pat Mayo. We'll see you next week.